TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar back again for Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk. Hello, everyone. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar. Dude, we are in a hurry today. We are all over the place. I am fresh back from vacation. I never went anywhere. I just had company the whole time you know my uh, my father and my brother and my nephew came out to visit and we were touring all over new england doing all kinds of fun stuff and i'm like back for three days and then i go on another vacation so man how are you how are you dave i'm i'm glad that you're here i'm glad i was able to <laughs> kind of like snatch you and, and bring you in for just a, a little bit here because i know you've been you've been uh, hit and miss with Hanging with the fam, and that's where I'm. I'm man, this is going to be a crazy week because yeah, we leave out for Florida on early, early, early Sunday morning, and my work schedule is really bad, like really bad this week, like lots of deadlines and crazy stuff. So I just, I'm just happy that we get a few minutes to talk Stanley Cup Finals when what might be the yeah, last, this could be the last installment of hockey talk this season. It, it could be. Well, the series starts on Wednesday. So you never know. I, I think it, I think it could go longer. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, as I mentioned before, this is Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Dave and I are here for a very quick NHL Finals, Stanley Cup Finals preview. Of course, the Colorado Avalanche, who have been resting forever, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning in their third straight finals. We're going to cover all of that when we come back from our one commercial break. Cause this is going to be a quick show. Everyone Dave's under the gun and I, and I'm under time constraints as well, but we are going to give you the best coverage we possibly can. Um, but before we, we do all that, we do got to pay the bills and I'm going to pay the bills first by reminding you that if you love what we do at the chair shot radio network and on the chair that you need to support us the best way you can by heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and investing in one of our awesome t-shirt designs. We have all kinds of designs to choose from things like the OG chair shot logo shirts that represent our shows like bandwagon nerds. And of course, sayings, phrases, catchphrases, you name it. We've probably got it out there. Something negative about Greg DeMarco Something about hating Baron Corbin. It's all there. Baron Corbin sucks. Everybody hates Craig. I'm sure there's still a Platinum shirt out there running around. Who knows? But you can find them all there. And it helps get us out there to other earballs if people are repping the brand. So do your part. Help support us because we love giving you quality content every single day. And the best way you can help keep us on the internet airwaves is to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. 
when we come back, Dave and I are going to get to it in the Stanley Cup Finals, this preview between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. You are listening to Hockey Talk on ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot Radio Network, here on thechairshot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Welcome back, Dave. First of all, I, d- I haven't gone back to the archives at the beginning of the year. Did you have a chance to see who did we pick to be in the final? I know I picked Colorado from the West. I, I definitely remember I'm that. I'm pretty sure we did pick Colorado Tampa Bay. I don't know. And I, I probably, I can't imagine that well. No, I probably did pick against Colorado because I didn't have faith that they would make it through the playoffs in one piece. I probably picked Vegas, I'm guessing. It just going on. Yeah, that was that was that was that was a mistake. Uh, it sure was. Um, I'm not sure if you. I think you probably went against Tampa just to spite PC Tunney, but you know he needs some spite in his life I, at this point. Actually, now that I think about, I remember it. I picked Carolina. That was. Yeah. I think that was my pick. I think it was Carolina. It was a Carolina Colorado Stanley Cup final. So I remember, and I think you didn't pick Tampa Bay either because both of us were like, this year it'll be this team's no, year. No, I, I, I definitely picked Tampa because I've been, I, did you? I, I did because I've been a, like Barry Melrose listening to him the other night and I'm of the same mindset until somebody beats them. I'm going to pick them because I just don't think anybody can beat them. So I'm pretty 95% sure I picked Tampa. I can't think of another Eastern conference team. I would have picked over them. All right. Well, I'm going to go through the archives and see if I can play your words against you, even if it's okay. at no. I'm just kidding. We'll, no, we'll, please, we'll go back and please do. I'll, I I got to go back and listen as well. Um. So before we get into the actual series itself, let's talk a little bit about just the contrasting ways that these two teams got here. First of all, you had Colorado, who has lost all of two games in the Stanley Cup playoffs, both of them to my St. Louis Blues, Thunderous applause. Uh, and they've just they've looked thoroughly dominant doing it. And this is in spite of losing their goalie. This is in spite of losing Kadri. They just keep rolling things. And I mean, in even game, I thought game four, like I, they were down three to one, if I do recall, in the third period, and scored two goals within the span of 
felt like they're but they scored they, they ended up scoring four goals in the span of 12 minutes from halfway through the third period to a minute or so in overtime to to seal it and, and credit to I guess credit credit to Edmonton where credit is due they could have folded when they were down four to three uh, but to tie that game up with with a few minutes to go in the game to force the overtime. I, I thought maybe we'd get a game five at that point. Uh, but nope. Nope. They just stay. They, they were done fooling around. They weren't going to mess with it. And that was that. And I, I, I don't know. I disagree with, I think there's a lot of people treating this like a Tampa Bay open and shut series. And I just, I don't understand how you can watch how the Colorado avalanche have played. And think it's it's that simple. And I'm not saying that's you. I'm just saying that a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of prognosticators out there who are like, you know, this is this is this Tampa Bay's to lose, and like, why should Colorado show up? And I'm like, Colorado's been the most beautiful team to watch in the playoffs. Like they've just been dominant. Yeah, they. Ha- I I think I'm I'm probably in that camp that this is Tampa's to lose, but at the same time. I recognize what you're saying and that Colorado, if you're just going strictly like you mentioned it in the text to me, it's offense, great offense, creative offense versus tremendous defense, excellent goaltending right. and all that experience. And usually, yeah, defense does win championships, but sometimes offense just overpowers. Colorado has got the offense that they can overpower a team like Tampa if they do numerous things properly. And, 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 and you know, my biggest concern with, with Colorado is that, you know, they've, they've overrun. T- I mean, the one team that played good defense and had good goaltending St. Louis pushed them to six games. Tampa's going to have that same sort of thing. They, you know, they, they basically outrun ran and gunned Edmonton in that conference finals. And they're not gonna be able to do that against Tampa Bay. I, you know, I, I, I'm firmly in the Tampa Bay camp on this one, but I do recognize that. Yeah. Colorado has got, a lot of intangibles that can create a lot of problems. And, you know, I still, I keep going back. I keep harping on it. Nobody's played more hockey than Tampa Bay. And that series against the Rangers was not easy at all. And, you know, as much as I dislike the Rangers, they've got a bright future. But yeah, when you got the champs down like they did and they let them off the hook and, and it was just all over from there. But it's going to be a fun series, that's for sure. And I, I mean, the contrast and styles, the way that they approach the game is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Sure. And I, I guess that's the thing is I just, Colorado, I've just been blown away by their speed. And the thing that I think has been overlooked by a lot of folks is people keep talking about offense, offense, offense with Colorado. Their defense has been pretty damn stout. Like, they, you know, there was that first game of the Edmonton series where they went, what, 9-7 to seven or some ridiculous score like that. But for the most part, they're – like, this is what I saw out of the, the last three games, the, the three games where Colorado finished them off. Colorado wanted the puck more on both sides – both ends of the ice. And what – and I saw this with both teams. So, and we're going to get to Tampa Bay in a second. Both teams prevented their opponent from getting more than one shot. If that, when 
anybody threaten their zone. Colorado after game game one, Tampa Bay after game two, you know, to win four straight to 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 finish that off. Uh, both teams, it just always felt like, and this is one of the things I've always found crazy. When the winning team in hockey looks like they're playing a man advantage all the way through, and that particularly for Colorado and Tampa Bay both, they just looked like they had an extra man and they did. They just, they were a step faster to every puck, to every rebound, to every play. And, and it's the little things like Colorado would intercept passes through the middle of the ice, right? Like those, you know, between the red lines, or I'm sorry, between the blue lines, they were, um, they were stopping everything. They, they weren't letting things transition. And then they were turning around and transitioning fast the other way. So just, it was just a dominant performance. They've been dominating throughout the playoffs. I look forward to this matchup. Let's you, you mentioned Tampa Bay. Let's go ahead and shift to their series a little bit. Before we do, uh, I did, I did want to acknowledge something that you said. Uh, Colorado yep. did play very good defense for games two and three of that series. And those were critical games, especially game three, where they went into Edmonton up two nothing, coming off a shutout in game two, mm-hmm. and they held Edmonton. You know, you hold Edmonton to two goals in two games. You gotta right. like your chances. So yeah, you're right. Colorado can play defense. Um, but yeah, turn over to the uh you know, three straight Stanley Cup finals. We have not seen that in a very long time. And that, and it's very hard to do. And so we'll we'll see. I think Tampa Bay can do it. Um here here's the thing that was crazy as I watched beginning to end game six. Um, first of all, I, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out. I love, I love talking hockey with you, Dave, because anytime you, you are, you are what I would say a creature of the moment. A lot of times when I watch these series with you, as we, as we follow along and I would use my St. Louis blues example, cause you were blues win game five and you're like, Colorado's dead. Did you see how they looked? And then of course, Colorado Hand like the game was never in doubt in game six. Like it was just never in doubt. Colorado had control from from the from the opening puck drop to the very end. But same thing a little bit with the Tampa Bay. The Rangers go up to nothing. And I know I can't do the text right now because I've got I've got Skype up in front of me. But again, it, like I remember us sitting here on these podcasts, you'd be like, oh, oh man, Tampa Bay's in trouble. And then, of course, Tampa Bay. And then, of course, when uh, they won game five, you were like, or, I remember what No, it was after said, game four. Before game five, I said, this was the most important game for the Rangers season. Well, before that, you said Tampa Bay was going to uh, stomp the New York Rangers, I do believe when was the, the word you when used. When the series started, that's what I said. And then I retracted it after game one. Right. And um, I'll tell you the other thing. I, I came out of this series. I am now a Zabanajad fan. Um after after watching this, he was the only guy who looked like he still wanted it. At, you know, as we as we were heading into Game Six, him and, him and but, Shosturkin. I mean, Shosturkin geez, too. Man. Yeah, Shosturkin deserved better. He really deserved better. He stood on his head in Game Six and gave them a chance to to tie that stinking game up. Uh, and and it was crazy. Tampa Bay and they pointed out Tampa Bay went what six periods without scoring at even strength with Tampa Bay. And, and you watched the, the, you talked about the defense. They were so good at denying 
anything along the boards at all. They, 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 and when you were, they, they weren't going to the middle, like New York couldn't get it to the middle of the ice. They couldn't get anything down the boards. They tried to dump it in the zone. Tampa was there first. They just weren't going to let them run their offense. They weren't going to let them cycle. The, the reason I think, and we'll get this, the reason I think Colorado could compete is because they're very, they're very much a, a quick strike transition team. Like when you watch the way that they, they scored a lot of their goals were in transition, making plays, really pushing the, the tempo. Tampa Bay, I think, has the, the ability to slow that down. It'll be a question of whether or not they can fully stop it. And if they can do that, then then yeah, we're we're looking at a Tampa Bay victory because that they they took New York. That was a defensive clinic yeah. in Game Six. They they won't be able to do that to that extent against Colorado because Colorado's just got too much speed, too much depth, and too much talent. And the Rangers so much skill. And, and like we said before the playoffs, the Rangers' biggest problem was they couldn't score. And right. in the you know the critical moments of this series against Tampa Bay, they just couldn't score. And Shesterkin yeah. kept them in the game all they could. And of course, yeah, you give up two late goals like they did. Those are backbreakers. When you've got the champs down 2 nothing at home and you don't put them away, those are backbreakers. But, you know, I, the Rangers, as much as I despise them just because of my history with them, I recognize that this is a team that is built for the future. They're not going anywhere. Um, a great experience for them to take on the two-time defending champs and really push them and, and, right. and made and – made, they made Tampa, and I, I think we both said it. You know, in games one and two, Tampa didn't look like they were engaged until the last few minutes of game two, and then they started slowly in game three, and then kind of got going. But uh, yeah, I, I think it, it really comes down to whether the Avalanche can figure out a way to put Tampa back on its heels and dictate the flow of the game. If they can dictate the flow of the game and make it more up tempo, and like you're saying, playing into that fast break to use a basketball analogy, that transition sort of hockey that they like to play, they've got a great shot at, at, at dethroning T- Tampa Bay. If they can't, this could be a quick series. I, I don't think it will be. It could be if they can't figure out a way to break down Tampa's defense. I, I don't think Tampa's going to start this series slow like they did against the Rangers. I think they will be ready to go in game one. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be... This is when you look at the at the teams all season long and you say which would be the best matchup, you're not going to get much of a better one than this contrasting styles. No, just, not at all. It's going to be yeah, I'm 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 looking forward right. to it. One last thing on the Tampa Bay New York thing before I, I give some thoughts on this upcoming Stanley Cup final. New York scores that power play goal and ties the game up and it was like Tampa Bay collectively was like Nope. And admit, like they were like, we're not going to give this any hope. They slammed the door so hard, scoring a minute late, like 40 seconds later. Um, and I want to say, was it, um, who was it that scored that winner? One of the big two. Um, uh, Stamkos got big both two, of I think. Stamkos was it Stamkos? Yeah, I was like, I knew it was. Yeah, I, got, I knew Stamkos got one of them. I couldn't remember if he or. <laughs> 21 uh, seconds. Down. 21 seconds. After 21 seconds later. Game. Yeah. And that, and I mean, he, he just skated right by everybody too. Like it wasn't even like that tough of a goal to score. Um, in the sense that like, he just sort of blew by the Ranger defense and they just kind of let him. 
And, and, and that was that. I'll tell you what I love about Tampa Bay. As much as, you know, I'm kind of sick of them and over them. Sorry, Tony. What Tampa Correct. Bay does so well is they just put pucks on net. And I, I yep. watch I watch my own, after shot. I watch my own team, the Washington Capitals, looking for that perfect shot, that perfect pass. And man, the game, the one that uh, the Tampa won in New York, that you know put them up three games to two, just a fluttering puck that didn't look like it had anything on it, but they had people in front of the net. Shesterkin never sees it, and they are so and, gets good, and they are so good at doing that. It's just like they have this uncanny ability. Hey, I'm just going to put the puck on net and see what happens, and you know. More last three years that has worked out really, really well for them. Colorado, you know, is is the team that that you know they're going to have to kind of mimic that and not look for that perfect right. setup and just bombard because well, they can really bombard Tampa Bay with right. Shots. Well, and I think Colorado, I think Colorado will do that too because that that again, I think that there's a very similar offensive style when it comes to when they're in the zone, like they're not afraid to take shots, like their defensemen shoot their their forward shoot there's you know everybody shoots their wings everybody shoots uh kale mccarr has been something special for colorado in these playoffs and he is 22 years old like like as a defenseman and they are all about attack 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 and so i think i think we're going to see more of that and that i think leads nicely into this series um I think that Tampa Bay, uh, I, I I go back and forth as to who I'm going to pick. I'm going to stick with, to my guns because I said at the beginning of the year, Colorado was going to hoist the cup. So I'm going to stick with that because I have to. But Vasilevsky's playing great hockey right now in goal. You can't deny, like, Stamkos is having a great Stanley Cup playoffs too. Like, he's, like, more so than, than I would have thought um, between him and Kucherov, but nine, he's the one getting it done. Nine goals through the right. Finals. Like he's having a terrific. Ter- he had a terrific series coming off that. Uh, ultimately, because I'm and again I'm sticking with my guns. Colorado. I'm going to say Colorado wins in seven. I think this is going to go the distance because I don't think either team's going to sweep the other, regardless. And I already know your prediction, but I'll let you make it. Um, here's what concerns me for Colorado. I do think goal makes a bigger difference in this series than it did in the one before. I think if Kadri can't go, and that was the other mistake New York made. Um, what's his name? Who was hurt? Playing him, like trying to have him give a go when it was clear he wasn't a hundred percent, and depleting your roster in this sort of tough guy. I'm going to try to make it move. Just a dumb move against the defending Stanley Cup champs. You just can't do it. Uh, and I hope that Colorado doesn't do something similar with Kadri. Like, if he can go, let him go um, and truly go. If he can't be himself, though, if he can't be that that enforcer, that that rabble-razzle, that guy who gets under everybody's skin, don't play him because he will not do you any good. Right. And Colorado doesn't have to. They've got the depth on that team that they're not like right. the Rangers. They can roll four lines at you. They, all of them can do a lot of damage. Um Nathan McKinnon has 11 goals in the playoffs so far mm-hmm. and played less games than Stamkos. So you're looking at Con Smythe, McKinnon, Stamkos, depending on which team wins. I, yeah, I picked Tampa at the beginning of the year. I see no reason to change it. I, I'm taking Tampa in six. I, I adamantly yep. believe Colorado just blasts them in game one, which of course means Tampa Bay will win. But I think, I think Colorado will come out really strong, 
put up a good performance in game one. Tampa will get their legs under them, kind of figure out, okay, here's what we need to do, and then they'll kind of assert control. But, you know, I mean, I will if Colorado wins in seven, A, I will not be surprised, and B, I will be very happy to see that happen because I would love the Colorado Avalanche to hoist the cup for 20 years now, you know? And C, you will then toss me my flowers for being correct and calling it Colorado and stuff. Yes. Like, you know, yes. respect is earned, exactly. if you will. Exactly. But so, I think it's going to be um, a really good series. I, I really, I love the contrast I, of styles sure so. and it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we'll, this, this is also going to be it's like any other seven game series. It's going to be a series of adjustments too. Like who needs to make the changes and who does them? Who, who makes the most effective changes, whether that's changing, you know, shaking up your lines, whether it's taking a long, hard look at how many defensemen versus how many guys you have on goal, any of those we'll, we'll find out. So, um, a lot to come, uh, you know, I don't know, Dave, with you going on vacation, if the series ends, you know, I, I fortunately, I, I have some backups that the series ends quick. Otherwise, I mean, I'll be around on Saturday. Uh, if you'll be around on Saturday, we might still be talking Stanley Cup playoffs. That's, that's true. I will be. I'll still be in town Saturday, so we'll see what happens, man. Right. But then Sunday, we're deuces. <laughs> Both of us were like, we're out. Band, bandwagon nerds need some help. So we'll have to figure that one out though. Uh, did, did listen to, I've started listening to this week's bandwagon nerds. Uh, I haven't watched the boys yet. So you guys have like spoiled oh, the crap out of that sorry, one. But man. Oh, dude, fun. you have not seen episode four then. Wow. But, but as I know, <laughs> bandwagon nerds, kids, bandwagon nerds is not spoiler free. So I knew what I was getting into. But I also needed to make sure I, I gave it a listen to figure out how everything went wrong in my absence. The, you know, the, t- the title will make more sense to you once you finish. Yes. I'm, I'm sure I can figure it out just based on where I am in the conversation so far. Um, but as it is, that's going to do it for this. You heard it here first, folks. Dave's got Tampa Bay in six. I'm going with Colorado in seven. One of us will be right and get to stand victorious at the end of these Stanley Cup playoffs, and then we'll be rolling into musical chairs. I can't wait to do it. Dave, if I don't see you before you leave, have a wonderful time in the swamps of Orlando in June of all times to go visit the mouse. I've already looked at the forecast, and it is absolutely brutal, man. (laughs) <laughs> right i died more power to you my friend but enjoy your trip from the bottom of my heart i hope it's a great time i hope you enjoy the crap out of it see a lot of stuff um are you doing both walt disney world and universal or just walt disney world well, we're doing we're doing the four disney parks and one day at universal park hopping very cool too. very cool cool oh, all wow. right well before 98 degrees on next wednesday we're going to be oh. at hollywood studios Dude. that's going to be Make, brutal make sure you get that sunblock all on that shiny dome of yours man or it's gonna be crimson time to wear a hat <laughs> hell yes all right well before we get out of here and let you go on your trip tell everybody where to find you on the chair shot radio network and on the interwebs you can find me on twitter at attitude ag that is at attitude agg and on facebook.com slash attitude of aggression Excellent. And you can find me at Wrestling Realist on the Twitter. That's at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Monday, doing Bandwagon Nerds. 
with Dave, PC Tony, sometimes Christopher Platt, sometimes Aesop Mitchell, sometimes Ray Cash. On Tuesdays, Dave and I are giving you some chair shot radio. And on Wednesdays, it's myself, Craig DeMarco, and Miranda Morales doing the Craig DeMarco show. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk. Hope everybody enjoys the Stanley Cup Finals. I think it's going to be a great series, and we'll catch you next time on Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com.